A Florida middle school teacher was hosting Classroom Fight Club. A Florida man called the police on the police. A Florida teacher asked students to write their own obituaries. And a drunk Florida man broke into a police station to cause chaos. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a cozy closet, and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. That's right. All of the weird news from this week from one state and one state only. Florida! Let's do it. A teacher in Florida has been arrested for hosting student fights inside her classroom. Well, in her defense, she was going to have them read books, but most of the books have been banned in Florida, so she was just trying to fill the time somehow. We have here a Florida middle school teacher. She's been arrested after allegedly hosting fight club style brawls inside her classroom. Fight club in the class. Well, someone broke rule number two, and that is that you don't talk about fight club. All right. And now she's been nabbed. All right. Let's get some details about these shenanigans in Florida classrooms, which are now becoming quite common. Angel Footman is 23 years old, 23-year-old, very young teacher. She's just trying to put it together. She's like, I think I know what I'm doing, but let's learn on the job. Are you allowed to host fight clubs? Uh, I thought I saw it in a movie. Angel reportedly allowed her students to erupt into frenzied fights. Quote, frenzied fights. She allowed that to happen while she apparently sat at her desk. There were some strict rules about the frenzied fights, including no screaming and no pulling of the hair. Okay, so she did have some parameters to ensure that it was a safe place for student brawls. (laughs) No pulling of the hair, no screaming. She didn't indicate, it doesn't indicate that she prevented um, striking the genitalia area. I'd imagine there was a rule for that. Uh, According to the documents, the 23-year-old teacher was caught after students alerted a school resource deputy that they were repeatedly involved in fights planned by the teachers. I don't know how long she thought she was going to be able to get away with this. Eventually, students talk, snitches. You know, I'm wondering if these snitches got stitches. They probably got stitches before they snitched. They were probably walking around with stitches, and people asked asked them, where did you get those stitches? And they were like, Miss Footman holds fight clubs in the class. We have a school administrator at the Griffin Middle School in Tallahassee where uh, reportedly there's been videos of these fights uh, from the dates of March 22nd and 23rd. Oh, someone was taking video. What did you think? No one was going to shoot video of this? Everyone's shooting video of everything. Now, according to the arrest documents, several of these sixth grade girls told the detectives that not only did they participate in these planned fights inside the classroom, they were also invited back for more. I guess she invited back the real uh, the winners. It was dependent upon your win-loss record if you kept going. The schoolgirls alleged that Miss Footman would give instructions during the brawls as well, including 30 seconds left, no screaming, no yelling, no phones. She said no phones. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she thought with no phones there would be no evidence. Well, you know, then there's always blood and bruises, Miss Footman, so there is going to be evidence. It says here, in a probable cause affidavit, one detective says they reviewed the videos of Footman sitting at her desk, failing to intervene in the fighting. 
The document also adds that no records of this educator ever reporting these fights to administrators were found in the investigation. No, why would she report the fights, man? She's having a fight club. That's the point of it. The uh, report also indicates that some students were pulled out of other classes in order to participate in her fight classes. <laughs> I can't believe it. <sighs> did you did you miss biology? Where were you? Oh, no, I was in Miss Footman's fight club class <laughs> learning about blood. <laughs> now, according to the arrest reports, Footman told the detectives that she realizes she has very poor classroom management skills, but she denied orchestrating the fights in any way. Uh, reportedly, she admitted failing to report what was going on, though, when, according to her, the students spontaneously broke out into fights. <laughs> She's facing four counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. It says a minor. I would imagine a whole group of minors is more appropriate and accurate. But hey, man, this is Florida public school. What do you expect? I mean, let's just be thankful she wasn't sleeping with all of them as well. <laughs> While a Florida man was being arrested, he called 911. Pretty genius of the Florida man. I never thought to call the cops on the cops. Let's learn a little bit about this genius. Michael Gleason is the Florida man here. He was a regular at the North Fort Myers Walmart Supercenter. Oh, that's a badge of honor to be a regular at a Walmart Supercenter, apparently. It's a major part of the story. I'm wondering if this is where it all occurred. The things that are going down at Florida Walmarts, guys, you don't want to know. Well, I mean, I want to know, and then I want to share it with you. It's, it's horrific, horrific behavior. Okay, so he was a regular at the Walmart, apparently. That's his hangout spot. Not a lot to do in North Fort Myers. Smoke your meth pipe and hang out at the Walmart, maybe. He was there so much so that there was a no trespassing order issued on his behalf. They told him they issued a no trespassing order. I assume that means he was not allowed to go there anymore. Because of previous behaviors at the Walmart Supercenter? Man, you got to do some degenerate stuff at a Florida Walmart to be asked not to come back. I mean, imagine. Well, let's get some details on what happened on this special day. It says, dressed in his all-black Sunday's best with his sunglasses strapped across his head, Florida man Mike Gleason went to the Walmart Superstore, purchased a Mike's Hard Lemonade, and then walked outside, cracked open his Hard Lemonade, and sat in his usual spot in the Walmart parking lot. Moments later, deputies from the Lee County Sheriff's Office had to be called in to intercept Gleason. From the moment he arrived at the store, employees noticed him and immediately contacted the authorities. For some reason, they still sold him the alcohol. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. Well, you know, Walmart just wants to make a buck no matter what. So the employees called 911, but they were not going to be the only person contacting 911 that day. Deputies approached Gleason, quickly determined a warrant for previous trespassing at the location had been violated. He was not supposed to be there at this superstore. There was also a new charge on Florida man Gleason because he was drinking from an open alcoholic beverage. I go, that's, I guess that's not legal in Florida. Funny, because on July 1st, you can just carry around a gun without a permit. But if you're drinking from an, a hard lemonade, oh boy, drag him to the prison. <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> Now, it says here, uh, as the police were continuing to interact with Florida man Gleason, he became impatient. Yeah, he's like, well, you're bothering me. I'm drinking my hard lemonade at my favorite spot right outside the Walmart Superstore, right next to these carriages. This is my spot. My heart. I call it my hard lemonade spot. Also, I've groped a few people here as well. Uh, it says here he became impatient 
And after fiddling with his cell phone, he dialed three familiar dial tones and let the speakerphone take over. The police could hear it on the speakerphone. 911, what's your emergency? At this point, the police surrounded him and he quickly put the phone down and then refused to follow some basic commands. Also refused to leave the property. Deputies attempted to place him in handcuffs. However, while trying to apply physical restraints, Florida man Gleason broke free and swung his arms at the arresting deputies, leading to strikes with the hand and the elbow. They're getting very specific. Were were any knuckles uh, making contact as well? I'd like to know. It said they had to bring in additional support to help detain Gleason, who, quote, flopped with dead weight until he could be loaded into the patrol vehicle. That was his final attempt to not be taken from his favorite hard lemonade drinking spot in the Walmart superstore parking lot. Yay! A Florida teacher was fired after asking students to write their own obituaries. A Florida teacher was fired hours after he asked the students to write their own obituaries during an active shooter drill on the campus. This occurred last week. The psychology teacher's name is Jeffrey Keene. He told the media he believes... He was fired inappropriately. He believes he used proper judgment for this assignment to his 11th and 12th graders. After being told about the active shooter drill earlier in the week, Keene said that he felt these obituaries would help the students reflect on their lives during the school shooter scenario. Here is a quote from Florida man Keene to the media. It wasn't to scare the students or make them feel like they were going to actually die, but, you know, just help them understand what's important in their lives and how they might want to move forward with their lives and how they want to pursue things in their own personal journeys. Now, you know, in my mind, I've done nothing wrong. If you can't talk real to these students, then what's happening in this environment? We got to be able to talk to them about what's going on and talk real to them. Now, we have here the Orange County School District uh, representative who was asked about the dismissal of the teacher. They said, Dr. Phillips High School families have been informed that a teacher gave an inappropriate assignment about school violence. Administration immediately investigated and the probationary employee has been terminated. Now, Florida man Keene is 63 years old. He was a new hire and not a member of the teachers union and thus has no recourse to reverse the district's decision on letting him go. He hopes to find another teaching job and vowed not to change anything. I don't think I did anything incorrectly. I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but I honestly didn't think 16, 17, 18-year-olds would be offended or upset by talking about something we're already talking about. Oh, this is a very controversial incident here. Let's talk about it. This is fascinating. He is right. Uh... 16, 17, 18-year-olds, I believe you can talk to them about the real world and the real events that are going on and that may affect them. Having them write an obituary, I would have never thought of that. It does make them reflect on their lives. It may bring some enlightenment to them as well. I mean, if you imagine if you sat down and wrote your own obituary, it would make you reflect on your life and maybe you would say to yourself, maybe I really need to live, you know, because this thing could go away so quickly and we've seen so many of these incidents at the schools where lives are taken away immediately without any you know knowledge of it or uh, preparation for it and so if you were to write your own obituary you would think to yourself hey maybe i should do the things in life that i 
have been putting off or take some risks, maybe travel and see the world a little bit. Or maybe I was thinking about going to a college in this area. Maybe I'll go to a college in another country. Maybe I'll live a little bit more. I mean, I can see it having some positive effect. I just think this is something you probably have to clear with the school administration first, though. I, I wouldn't just spring it on them. I would think to myself, okay, this could be a controversial thing. They're going to tell their parents they did this. They'll probably show them the obituary. I should get it cleared first from my boss, you know? Now, some people are going to say this is traumatic to have them write their own obituary. Well, they're already <laughs> going through shooter drills at school. I mean, what's more traumatic than that already? So I don't think you can make that argument. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any kids in school. What do you guys think? Call the show 646-450-2012. Do you think this teacher should have been fired or not? A drunk Florida man causes chaos after breaking into a police station. I've heard of Florida men breaking out of a police station. Never heard of them breaking into a police station. This seems strange. This story is out of Naples, Florida. A drunk man was arrested after sneaking into the Naples Police Department and recklessly exploring the station. I mean, how easy is it to sneak into a police station? That's so bizarre. How bad did he need to get in there? What's he doing? Let's keep reading. Joseph Moulton is the Florida man. He's 36 years old. He's on a mission. He jumped the fence of the south parking lot of the police station and then went inside an unlocked patrol cruiser. Oh, nice to know that they're all just unlocked over there. Inside the patrol, patrol cruiser, he sat for a few minutes until he saw some people come outside. Moulton hid in the bushes and then took action once the coast was clear. According to the report, Moulton used the nozzle of a water hose and shoved it underneath the west door before turning the water on, causing at least an inch of flood damage inside the police station. That's very odd. Moulton then went inside and explored the men's locker room, made himself at home, he even took a shower. <laughs> He helped himself to, to some of the clothing that he found. I assume uniforms? Did he eat all the donuts? Let's keep reading. It says here, Moulton took a police uniform, shirt, pants, a cap, and a bulletproof vest worth $900. Uh, the police report also describes that Moulton defecated on the women's bathroom floor and dumped a police radio into the toilet. <laughs> wow. Oh, I just enjoy it so much when a Florida man completely commits to his depravity. It wasn't until Florida man Moulton made his way to the nearest 7-Eleven that the police became aware of his actions. Well, what the hell were they doing? Meanwhile, they <laughs> were they not even at the police station? I assume these things are manned and operated 24 hours a day. It's a Florida police station. You better have people there 24 hours a day with all the crap that's going on in Florida. One employee called the police after finding Moulton suspicious and believed to be under the influence. <laughs> what is wrong with these police officers? Hey, there's a guy and he just defecated on the bathroom floor. That's a little suspicious. Huh, I'm not quite sure he's even a police officer. This is strange. He's wearing a bulletproof vest and no pants. Huh. That's not let me look at the uh, let me look at my police manual. Okay, let me see. Let me go to the Okay, let's look in the index. Okay, what page is uniform? Uniform, page 19. Okay, uniform. I uh, yeah, shirt, pants, cap. Okay, he's only wearing a bulletproof vest and no pants. Okay, this isn't falling in line with the protocol for a uniform right away. Um, I'm wondering if he's under the influence. Now, it says here the Naples police were eventually able to locate Moulton and arrest him during his interview. He admitted, I love how they call it an interview. <laughs> if we'd like to, you, you're here for the interview? Yes, we, we know you defecated in our building, so you probably are in line for at least one interview about that. 
the Florida man admitted in his interview to being under the influence and not even recalling exactly what he did. He's being charged with grand theft and two counts of burglary. The Naples police are not commenting on the moment as they further their investigations. Well, I think at this point you should maybe also interview him for sergeant. I mean, this guy knows knows his way around the station. He knows <laughs> he knows how to get in and out. He knows everything about your operations. And he can come up with a plan and follow through. And not a lot of Florida men can really do that these days. Let's be honest. Yay! Yo, so then I'm chilling in the Walmart parking lot. This guy comes up to me. Yo, you want to hit this pipe? I'm like, whatever. And then I'm like standing in a bus stop and this girl comes up to me. She's like, hey, aren't you that Florida man? And I'm like, whatever. Because this is my United States of whatever. Oh, I thought that was a good mix between the whatever song and Florida man. We can make it better next time. Anyways, I'm out of breath. I'm sweating in this closet. But I think we had a great episode. I really I really got highly caffeinated and put it out there, guys. So I hope you enjoy it. Please share it with people. Share it. Just share it. Just share it with people, man. Just share it. It doesn't cost you anything to share Weird AF News with people. Or, or don't. Or whatever. You know, what do I care? It's Because this is my United States of whatever. Anyways, I want to thank everybody who made this episode possible. You know who you are. Many people sent me articles. That was really nice. You made my job easier. If you would like to support Weird AF News, the podcast, please consider going to weirdafnews.com. That's the official website paid for by the Patreon. Shout out to my patrons. Yeah, you can join the Patreon there. You can buy me a coffee there. Now, my birthday's coming up in a couple weeks. Maybe you want to get a jump on that and buy me some coffee. So go to weirdafnews.com or go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or download the Patreon app in your phone and do a search for Weird AF News and just join it, man. It's like joining a special fight club of that's also fans of Weird AF News in Florida, man, right? I would say. No, there's no fighting going on, but yeah, there's actually nice, there's good vibes in there, man. Good vibes only. I'm all about good vibes, good vibes only in the Patreon. All right, if you want to email me or reach out in any other way, I got a phone number, which I gave earlier, right? 646-450-2012. There, I gave it again. Email funnyjones at gmail.com. Follow me on the Instagram at funnyjones. I'm doing a show in Bellflower, California tomorrow night at the Stand Up Comedy Club. That's Saturday, April 15th. Uh, on my Instagram, there's a link to buy tickets at funnyjones. You can buy tickets. Come out and see me in Bellflower and say what's up uh, at the show. I would love to meet you. We'll take a picture. You know, we'll do that. That sounds lovely. Anyways, I hope you, you have a great weekend, everybody, or you had one or you're about to have one. All right. Be good to yourself.